Hi, everyone. This is Fernando from Moonspell. This is Missy Abula from Your Chance to Die. This is Rob the Witch from Necronomicon. This is Ben from Goat Whore. This is Morgan Weller from the Strawby. And you're listening to the great Knuckles to Hey Metalheads, the podcast returns with another amazing metal artist interview. Tonight I'm joined by Ian Bainbridge with Garden State Death Metal Merchants Cognitive. Ian, thanks so much for joining us on the Great Metal Debate. No worries, man. Thank you. So we're here in Nashville, Tennessee, near the end of your uh, tour of the eastern U.S. You guys have been on the road for last week with Artificial Brain. How have those dates gone? Gone pretty good. Uh, We started off in... Um, upstate Jersey, like almost close to New York. And that, where are you guys from? Uh, we're from South Jersey. but uh, So North Jersey is a little further away. Um, we played uh, this place called Hartley's, and then we went up and did Hothfest, which is a really great festival put on by this dude, Jamie Cross. Um, it's a two-day festival. That was awesome. We had a really good uh, turnout of fans for us as well as some new fans people that wanted to check us out some old friends and that kind of thing is that mostly death metal bands or is it a mixture it's a mixture it was a lot of like hardcore and death metal bands uh internal bleeding headlined the evening so it's kind of like a toss-up a little bit punk and metal basically yeah a little bit a little bit of each so that was really cool then we played at this place called dusk in uh Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. That place was awesome. They had a really cool atmosphere inside. Um, Rochester, New York at the Bug Jar, where we actually had a, a really, really awesome turnout for a Monday. And then uh, we played New York City at Webster Hall on Tuesday, and that show was amazing. Uh, great crowd of people. Um, we played Philly, which is kind of like our home area, on uh, Wednesday. And then uh, Thursday, yesterday, we were... Oh, no, yesterday was Friday. Yeah, yesterday was Friday. Thursday, we were in Baltimore, and then yesterday we played uh, Spartanburg, uh, South Carolina. And you've been making this trek with the guys in Artificial Brain. Have you toured with those guys before? Uh, the band has previously toured with them before. Uh, before I was in it, I joined about a year and a half ago. Um, they did a weekender with them about... Uh, I guess it was I guess it was about two years ago, like right before I joined, they, they did like a four day tour with them in the summer. That was actually that was actually my first weekend with the band. And introduce yourself that you just walked up man. I'm Harry Lannon, uh, guitar player. Uh, that was my first weekend with uh, artificial brain and well with cognitive with artificial brain. Um, so Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the whole question. I walked up in a, a really inopportune time. But, yeah, that was uh, that was my kind of debut tour with them um, in the band. And uh, I was actually just talking about that the other day. Uh, so it's really good to reconnect with them and be on the road with them and all. So, How long has the current lineup been together? Uh, the current lineup, aside... As, current lineup as of right now for three days. No, aside from the aside from the drummer switch that we had after the uh, our release with Unique Leader Deformity, um, 
aside from that, uh, we've been together for at least, you know, six months, I guess. But the, the band's been together for over five years at this point. Um, been a lot of lineup switches as things get busier, you know, people can handle what they can handle. And For folks who aren't familiar with Cognitive, can you guys give us the history and uh, maybe up to like the release of the first full album? Yeah, um, the the band was kind of a, uh, a join-up of Rob, who's the only original member of the band right now, and um, the drummer who played on Deformity Mike uh, started up. They, uh, they got a lead guitar player named Jake, and they just kind of had like a floating bass player and a singer, Chenier, and they did um, like little weekend tours and stuff like that, and then um, they recorded the Hard Swarm EP. Um, after that, they uh, parted ways with their singer, Chenier, and then they got Jarrell, and Jarrell came in and did uh, vocals for them, and he was in a band called Carrion Earth, and he brought the one guitar player from that band over to Cognitive to play bass named Art. And then they recorded the full length, um, self-titled full length. And after that, um, they did a full U.S. tour in June. And then Art, Art and uh, Jake decided that they uh, didn't want to be in the band anymore and mutually parted ways with the band. So Rob, who I think asked Harry what five times to join, uh, it, w- it was three times. Uh, uh, so by the third time, I had gotten off work, went to my practice space, and said, "You know what? <laughs> Screw it. I'm going to do it because this is what I want to do." And that was my outlet, and here I am. <laughs> I was playing in a band with him as well. Uh, you know, a separate local smaller band, and. Uh, you know, we needed a bass player as well when I joined the band. So after many times of him and I hanging out at practice, he kind of spoke up and said, you know what, I'm going to do it because, you know, we're doing things. It's what we want to do. Now, after looking back at the past, let's talk about what's going on currently with Cognitive. Your most recent album, Deformity, uh, released just this past October. How long has that material been in development? When I when I joined the band um, in July of 2016, I believe 15 would that be? Um, they already had three songs written with their other lineup, and they had a ton of material rolling. So on top of learning everything and writing with them. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff was kind of, like, set in its ways, like, everything was already going, but, um, it was written in practices, like, we were practicing, uh, three times a week at one point, just because the new members and the new material, and we just really wanted to keep everything rolling as solid as, as solid as it should be, because we were looking for a label, we were looking for management, we were really trying to make, you know, make sure all our ducks were in a row. Um, So we all had input, and it was a little bit different with the addition of me and Ian here on bass. Um, So it it was just a collaboration, but it it was kind of a crazy process just because of the lineup changes and everything. And, I mean, for what it came out to be, I'm, I'm very proud of it.
The material is very strong. What is your thoughts on the initial response as far as feedback from critics and fans? Um, well, we've gotten we got a lot of really good feedback. We because we got signs uh, to Unique Leader, we were able to release the record and do a pre-sale with uh, indie merch. And we have a lot of people back home that were like really happy about that. We had like a, a couple people that we know personally that ordered the uh, collector's bundle which was like two hoodies, two shirts. Steve Price. Steve Price. <laughs> um, two hoodies, two shirts, a flag, vinyl, like all everything that we offered in the in the pre-sale. So that was a that was a cool experience, you know, for me cuz that's something that you know, top sellers. We were we were the top seller on Unique Leaders, you know, indie merch for at least a month if not more. Yeah. I mean, the likes of you know, the spawn of possession and inanimate existence right after they put their album out. So that was kind of surreal to see. And then doing a music video too, you know, with that helping, you know. I wanted to ask you about that. You guys have a, a video for the song Birthing to Deformity as well as a lyric video for Haunted Justice. Had the band done videos before or is this your first excursion? And kind of what are your thoughts about the need to do videos given that any show people are making fan film videos? Well, the we did have um, a, video, a lyric video for The Hard Swarm, which is on the Hard Swarm EP. And for Fire from the Sky, which is off of the self-titled. Um, but those were designed by, like, uh, I think the Hard Swarm EP was done by, was done by Jake Ayanaka, who was the original lead guitar player. And then Walt and Dave did the uh, Fire from the Sky lyric video. So the Haunted Justice lyric video isn't our first lyric video, but it's our first one done by, um, is, it, uh, is that his name? I know his last name's Rudd. Um, so that was a really cool experience because I, you know, after seeing all the lyric videos that a lot of metal bands put out where they have their artwork kind of brought to life, I was really curious to see what they were going to bring to life for, you know, our monster that's on the cover of the, of the CD. Well, uh, you segued right into my next question about the artwork. In addition to the amazing music, the artwork on that album is just killer and, uh, I wonder who created that, and how does the imagery match the music? Um, well, the guy who did our artwork is uh, Par Olufsen. Uh He's a pretty notable artist as far as, you know, uh, metal artwork goes. I mean, he did uh, Planetary Duality, I believe, and, uh, you know... It, uh, the list goes on with him. He's an amazing artist, and we were getting updates, uh, you know, step by step, weekly, and like he was so amazing to work with. And and so I'm curious, did you guys give him a general idea, or had he listened to the music? How does that dance between you as the musicians and the artist in trying to get across the aesthetic of your music work? Well, the music was already pre-written. Uh, this was actually a good opportunity because we were get, like Harry said, we were getting the updates for the artwork very quickly. Uh, Jarrell was able to incorporate some of the features of the monster that's on the cover into his lyrics because uh, the um, the album is uh, very loosely tied to the Jersey Devil, which is a folklore story from New Jersey about the 13th uh, child from Mother Leeds, who is a demon-possessed and murders his family and stuff. So Jarrell kind of took that little bit of information, um, you know, and just kind of ran with it, wrote, 
a, a few songs that tie into each other. Pretty much each song is its own story. Like none of the actual uh, songs tie together into forming a theme, but each one is its own thing. Pretty much about a different chapter of. So that's it was our hometown. So we <laughs> figured we'd take it and run with it. Well, it's your own personal story, so I mean, who better to tell that than you guys? Yeah, exactly. Um, with the actually, where the uh, video for Deformity, uh, Birthing the Deformity, was actually more or less shot in the Pine Barrens. In Rob's backyard. Earlier this month, it was announced that uh, Jarrell Hart is leaving the band, I take it amicably, so this is your last run of shows with him. Can you talk for a minute just about what he's meant to the band? Well, for me personally, when I joined Cognitive, Jesus Christ, um, when I when I joined the band, um, Jarrell was Jarrell was actually a a good not a, a, like an acquaintance of mine, and um, I was in an instrumental project with our current drummer Armin before this, and uh, Jarrell actually came out to one of our shows and. So Jarrell was Jarrell was like super excited about seeing me play and everything, and this was before I was in the band. And um, he did a uh, he did a really cool like thing of like actually like being involved and like when I joined the band initially, like he was really approachable and like super excited about me actually joining. So for me, it was actually very difficult for him to say like I don't want to do this anymore because you know like I had to. For me to pursue my dream of doing this, I had to like quit my job and everything, and so it's been. It hasn't exactly been, you know, the. I'm not super rich, like I, I don't have like a Ferrari or anything, but you know, I, I get by with like what work I do do, and um, I said do do. was So it was it was definitely difficult for me. Um, he his his last show was actually on Thursday when we played in Baltimore. So last night Rob did vocals for us. Um, you know we're still doing all the music and everything, so it's not like it's it's not the best situation to be in. But I know that there are there are people that are going to be like kind of bummed out that it's like you know vocals are done by somebody else. But you know all the music's still there and we're still just as exciting to watch you know play you know it's unfortunate that he had to leave but you know the reasons that he had to leave yeah the reasons that he had to leave aren't awful you know they're all reasons that we've all thought about doing it's just everybody's in a different situation and his situation was i gotta go so he went you know maybe an exciting new chapter for you guys you're in the search for a new vocalist if somebody is interested in throwing their hat in the ring is there a way for them to do that absolutely um we are accepting um video responses uh you have to email them to us at uh, cognitive 777 at hotmail.com um, once you do that it'll go to me and rob uh, we would prefer if you did the lyric video for uh, haunted justice but you can do you know any song that you find online, but it has to be a studio quality. Uh, it can't just be you screaming into your cell phone microphone. Um, it has to be done, you know, somewhat professionally. Um, you have to be 21 plus. You have to be able to drive. So you need to be kind of close to us. We have band expenses. We have rent for a rehearsal studio. You're not going to fly somebody over for Germany. To fuck no. Fuck no. That's way too expensive. Um, we have we have a bus, like a short bus that we actually drive in. So. You know, we need help maintaining that. Just, and when you say a short bus, I saw it out there. It's literally like 
the short bus that oh, you yeah. see at school. It's a tart cart. We, you know, it's it's small. We know. We decked it out though. There's bunk beds in there. We we can all, you know. And it's very unique. I gotta say, it, it's impre- I was impressed when I saw that little short bus. People love it, man. Whenever we like, it's uh, it's getting to the point where we pull up, people know exactly who the hell we are. You know, it's a driving joke, but at the same time, five minutes later, like, man, I'm jealous of this. I, I want to tour in this. I mean, it, it's a good time. I, I love that thing. Yeah, bands <laughs> all the time tell it. We don't have to pull a trailer, so we're not we're not paying out the ass and tolls. Um, we can sleep in there pretty comfortably. You can sit in there pretty comfortably. It's just, you know, a matter of it is tight quarters. Like you're pretty much sleeping in a moving coffin. <laughs> Well, hey, guys, starting to wrap up with you this evening. Uh, after the current tour with Artificial Brain is complete, what's next for the band? Um, we have a, uh, a tour running from, I believe, February 11th is the start date to March 5th. Uh, we're going out with Seeker, uh, Grindmother, and Worm. Uh, so we're going to do mostly, I guess, East Coast, Southeast, uh, and then a few Canadian tour dates. Uh, so we've got that going on. We're also playing, uh, sorry, Maryland Death Fest for the first time, which is like huge for us. I mean, that's something that I've always wanted to go to. It's an iconic North American show, man. So the first time I'm actually going to go to it, here I am playing it. Um, so that's that's pretty huge, and there's there's a lot of things that we can't exactly talk about at this point with uh, that you know ma- our management and booking is you know putting together for us. You know we have to see if it pans out, but I think 2017 is going to be a really big year. Keep an eye on your Facebook page for updates about what's going on uh, upcoming in 2017. Yep, uh, Facebook.com backslash new um, cognitive NJ. We have an Instagram. Our handle is at cognitive underscore NJ. Same thing with Twitter, except the NJ is capitalized. Um, you can reach us at any of those things. Tweet us, uh, Instagram us. On Bandcamp. Um, yeah, so for folks who want to purchase music, including this latest album, Deformity, including the awesome song, Birthing to Deformity, how can they pick that up as well as merchandise? Uh, any merch for merchandise more so, you know, with the shirts and all that kind of stuff, uh, as well as the album. iTunes, we're on Bandcamp. Uh, what is the Amazon? Oh, wow, we're on Amazon. Spotify. Yep. And then, uh, we also, if you want to get some shirts we don't have on indie merch, uh, we have a big cartel, which is uh, Cognitive, um, Cognitive NJ. Bigcartel.com, yeah, uh, that has that you you'll get it directly shipped from me. I will ship it to you personally. So if you're lucky, maybe you'll get a sticker, a little smiley face. Um, anybody that did order stuff while we're on tour, it's coming. I promise. I'm sorry, we're on tour. I can't mail it out. You're literally doing it yourself, so you gotta wait till you get back home before you can send that out. Yeah, it'll be out on Tuesday. Um, so you can get the shirts that we have on tour with us now, which include uh, our album art shirts. We have a, um, a shirt design that's actually a hoodie that was part of the pre-order. Um, a couple a couple other shirts. We have a gray, sh- uh, gray shirt with our death metal logo on it and then a red monster shirt. Our hats, um, vinyl, CDs, our Hard Swarm EP, which we just re-released, ironically, with Jarrell's vocals on them. 
and um, shot glasses. Yeah. All that stuff is on the uh, big cartel and indie merch. Unique Leader definitely took care of us with that pre-order and all our merch. I mean, they even said that was one of the biggest bundles they've put together uh, just because of the response, which was, you know, really awesome to hear. So, I'm expecting a response tonight, watching you guys for the first time live. Very excited about that. I encourage our listeners to pick up this album, Deformity. You'll be shipping it out to them if they order it, or if you guys, if they see you guys out on the road, probably the best way to get the music and merchandise sometime in the coming year, check you guys out and get it from you personally. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be coming uh, to the eastern United States uh, February through the beginning of March with Seeker, Grandmother, and Worm. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Look forward to the show tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you.